before we get started, uh, I forgot to mention this in the episode, but um, if you have any thoughts or opinions about the word death, uh, either the word or just the actual thing of death, um, I would like you to tell me what they are in all the various ways that you can do that. Um, So we will try to list them. We have email, dictionarypod at gmail.com. There is... Uh, Twitter and Instagram, social media are at DictionaryPod. The, um, there's a phone number, which I'm going to bring up right now, 917-727-5757. Uh, this is a Google Voice number. You can leave a voicemail. Um, if there, there are probably other ways to get a hold of me. But anyway, I just want you to tell me uh, what you think about uh, just death in general. Um, and uh, I'll either read it or put the clip in the in the episode for the word death. Um, and if it's later, that maybe I'll put it in later too. But you know, this is a really big topic, so I thought that maybe people would want to say what they think about it. M- maybe we'll do this uh, for other words too. I have to work ahead. Okay, on to the show. It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. What's going on with you? I hope you are doing great. Thank you very much for joining this podcast. You have joined, and the party can now begin. We will just talk about the words. The first one is the second form of dart. Oh, what I wanted to say was I was hoping to have a guest on this episode because we have a we have a big topic in this episode, and. Um, you know, a guest would have been great, uh, an expert to talk about this in a more uh, educated way, in a more intelligent way than what I will probably say. But I, uh, I think I will be an okay stand-in uh, for our expert who um, we just couldn't, he's too busy, so we couldn't make it work. Okay, yeah, back to the first word, second form of dart. Tr- it's a verb, 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 from 1531. One, to throw with a sudden movement. Throw, it's like you're throwing a dart. It is a sudden movement, and you are throwing. To throw with a sudden movement. Number two, to thrust or move with sudden speed. Yeah, I mean, you could be, you could be running. Your running could be darting. Three, to shoot with a dart containing a usually tranquilizing drug. And that is a hard word to say, tranquilizing. Yeah, if uh, if the, um, let's see, who who are we talking about? Vets, maybe uh, people who are going to, or scientists who are studying animals are going to help a, help a sick animal. Uh, they might need to dart the animal, which will drug it to make it sleep. Ooh, there, the cat has the zoomies. <laughs> oh, hey, get off the counter. <laughs> Bailey, down, down. Down. I said down. Don't you look at me like that. Uh Uh-oh. We may have to just let her be because we can't stop the podcast. Yeah, so if they got us make an animal sleep, maybe a wild... Oh, there she goes. Good girl. She was too bored with that spot because... Oh, you know what? This could be a poop problem. Do you got poop stuck to your butt? All right. We're going to pause the podcast. Okay, I'm back. I found... No cat poops around, so I think she was just so happy that she went to the bathroom that she just ran around. You cat people, you know what I'm talking about. This is this is something that you've probably dealt with. 
And uh, I'm leaving all that in, you know, this is, this is real life. We're here all about uh, realness and truth here on the, uh, the dictionary. So uh, yeah, this is just what's going on in my life. Back to dart. Back to dart. Do, 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 do. Okay, they got to drug, they got to drug the animal with the dart by darting it. And then they can, uh, they can check it out. They can measure it. They can give it a tag if they need to keep track of the animals, uh, help it in some medical way. Those are all reasons to dart an animal. Sometimes people dart animals for not good reasons. And those are not good. The intransitive definition, just just one, to move suddenly or rapidly, as in darted across the street. Well, this was so highly appropriate, Bailey. You literally, not, well, yeah, literally darted through the room when I was talking about the word dart. It was, there was so much darting around by that little cat. Shing! That will be the sound effect for today. The next word is dartboard. One word. I wanted to say one word dartboard. Noun from 1901. Hmm. I don't know why, but 1901, I just never really thought about when was the dartboard invented? 1901. If, if somebody asked me, when do you think the dartboard was invented? Okay, now this, we don't know if this is when the it was invented or the word was invented. So maybe it's just the English word goes back to 1901. But I gotta think that the dartboard was invented in much before that. Maybe we'll post a link in the show notes. A dartboard is a usually circular board as of compressed bristles used as a target in the game of darts. Compressed bristles, that, that must be, maybe that's what they used to use. What sort of bristles are these? Or is the dart that we, the dartboard that we think of now, are those, is that made from bristles that have been compressed together to that very dense thing that when you poke a hole in it, it just sort of goes back to the way it was? It is kind of a, an engineering marvel. They are usually circular. I don't think I've ever seen one that's not circular. I think maybe we, now we need to come up with some dartboard games that are like triangles or squares or weird shapes. I uh, I don't I don't play much of the darts. I like it. I've tried it. I don't I don't, think, I don't think I'm very good at it. Once I was at my friend's house when we were kids. I don't know, 12, 13. He had a dartboard with real darts, real pointy darts. You got to be careful. But one of us threw the dart at the dartboard and the dart literally went through the metal. You know, there's like the out the out the edge of it, the circumference of it has like little metal. It must have been real shitty metal because the dart literally went through the metal and we were so impressed with that and I'm sure that it's not that uncommon. Shing! The next word is darter. D-A-R-T-E-R. Darter. Noun from 1796. One. The synonym is anhinga. A N. H-I-N-G-A. Anhinga. I don't know what it is, but maybe the number two definition will tell us what it is. Number two, any of numerous small North American freshwater bony fishes, especially the genera Amocrypta. That's one of them. The next one is 
Ethiostoma, Ethiostoma, and then also Persina, and those, I think, are all of the family Persidae. So, they're bony fishes. Does that mean that there are some fishes that do not have bones? Well, the shark is mostly cartilage, but it does have bones in its face. Uh, that is the darter. They're probably very fast. Shring! Okay, here we go with one of our big words that the guest should be talking about. Darwinian, capital D-A-R-W-I-N-I-A-N. Adjective from 1860, one of or relating to Charles Darwin, his theories, especially of evolution or his followers. So talking about him, talking about the people who followed him, who believed in what he said was right, and also just the things that he talked about. Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's debate on whether or not, I don't know if it's so much debate, actually. Uh, there was somebody else who I think sort of coined the idea before he did, but it didn't get as much press or something like that. Uh, yeah, we, we got to post a, a link somewhere. Um, so yes, Dar- Darwinian is things that are all about him, his theories, or his followers. Two, of relating to or being a competitive environment or situation in which only the fittest persons or organizations prosper. Isn't that most competitions? Relating to or being a competitive environment. I don't think I've heard of this used in this context, but I totally can see how, yes, if, if an environment, if a, if a competition or a just a situation specifically is all about the person who is the fittest wins, they prosper, because that's Darwinian. But I think the the definition, the meaning of the words that we use all the time, the fittest survive, the, what is the, uh, the I, I'm, I'm blanking on the actual phrase, but you know what I'm talking about. There's, um, there's debate on, it's not necessarily if you're more fit, you know, you, not, it's not necessarily the strongest one will survive. It's a, it's more nuanced than that. And and uh, we will get to there uh, when we talk about the next word. But first, Darwinian is also a noun, in case you were wondering. There's no etymology. Ooh, we're going to get etymology a couple words from now. But you'd think that there would be etymology that just says it's from Charles Darwin, but it does not. I have a Darwinian t-shirt. Ooh, should have been worn that. Were, worn? I should have been wearing that one. Um, you know, I understand that he's not perfect and his theories weren't perfect. There's not perfectness all around with him, but, um, I still appreciate, uh, the science that he, uh, that he helped to bring about. And so I have a, um, a probably very inaccurate picture of him sort of hugging a chimp. And again, I think it's, I get there are problems with the shirt, but I still like it. It's very cute. And I've always liked chimps and science and evolution. So... I wear it proudly. Swing. The next word is Darwinism, with a capital D. Noun from 1864. One, a theory of the origin and perpetuation of new species of animals and plants that offspring of a given organism 
I should have warned you this is going to be a long definition. Let's, let's uh, okay, give an organism very that natural selection favors the survival of some of these variations over others that new species have arisen and may continue to arise by these processes and that widely divergent groups of plants and animals have arisen from the same ancestors. Don't worry, we're going to go through this again for people who aren't paying attention. Compare to the fourth form of the word evolution, and also probably a uh, sort of synonym, neo-Darwinism. So that's like a newer version of Darwinism. I don't know about neo-Darwinism. I'm going to have to learn about that. Do I have to go back to school? Is that is that what we're saying here? Okay, so this is the theory that uh, talks about how species change over time and also where they came from. That's what this is talking about. Um, natural selection. That is a that is a good way. Um, nature is selecting um, which types of uh, what was the word. Um, what were variations, processes, uh, there was a specific word that is used, uh, characteristics. Uh, nature chooses characteristics that better suit the environment. That's basically what it is. If this next animal has a better color pattern to keep it more camouflaged, over generations upon generations upon generations, that aspect of that animal will go through life and eventually... Um, it changes, it evolves, and, and nature says, yes, that's better than the people over there or the animals over there that had a different coloration. So that's that's all this is. And it is a extremely long process over thousands and probably millions of generations of animals because it's just very slow. There's only going to be slight differences between generation to generation. And just nature in general evolves very slowly, like, you know, just the environment. But here's the problem. Humans are making that evolution in nature happen much faster, and the animals and the plants cannot keep up with this. Can they? No, they can't. So that causes a lot of problems for them uh, in the long run, uh, and obviously there are lots of other things that are problems for them that we are providing, but hey, what can you do? You just got to let it happen, right? No, that's not what we do. Okay, so yeah, that's that's. I hope that uh, helped. If you are still confused, I strongly suggest that you go uh, read up on this, maybe watch some videos of people talking about this. I'm sure there's much better examples. There's probably some really fancy animations on YouTube that people with a, with a really great-sounding narrator. They talk about it in more detail. Go do that. Uh, I could probably talk a lot more about this, but I don't know if you want that. So number two, unless I think of anything I really want to say, number two. A theory that inherent dynamic forces allow only the fittest persons or organizations to prosper in a competitive environment or situation, as in economic Darwinism. So yeah, that's a type of economy where the fittest corporations, more than likely, are going to survive. Hmm, interesting. Compare to social Darwinism. That's another one that I'm not so sure about. I don't know. Is it a synonym? Is it an antonym? Is it something just off to the side that's just similar but different? I'm sure I've heard it at some point. I don't know. The fact that we 
all come from one ancestor is, and there are people who don't believe this is true. We could talk about creationism. Uh, but the fact that people don't really think that it's that, that any of this is true, that evolution doesn't exist, just boggles my mind. I don't really know how many people these days really believe that, or I should say don't believe it. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the science is there. The facts are there. And it's taken a very, very long time. It's just, it just blows my mind how we went from one thing to these things. And uh, it's just bonkers. Darwinist is a noun or an adjective. Somebody who is studying the Darwinism is, could be called a Darwinist if they so choose. Fring! The next word is Darwin's finches. We still got that capital D at the beginning with apostrophe S. Noun from 1947. Finches of a subfamily having great variation in bill shape and confined mostly to the Galapagos Islands. A place that I would really, really, really love to visit before they stop letting people visit there because the people keep on messing it up. This is from Charles Darwin, if you didn't know. The, the, the subfamily name is Geospizinae. Geospizinae. I got it close enough. Sorry, that was my chair moving. Okay, these, this is like one of the best examples, which is why it's so, it's so in the book. It is so famous, it's in the book. Uh, Darwin's finches, he found that on the Galapagos Islands, there's a family of finches over here on this island, and another one over here on this island, and they're very similar, but there's a difference. There's a big difference. Their bill, the thing that's got their mouth and their nose, the pokey thing in the front, it's different because the birds on island A are really well suited to eat the food on island A, and the birds on island B are really suited to eat the food that's on island B. And they've, the islands have been there for a very long time, and they've changed over the years. And uh, so the, the finches were able to evolve with the food uh, because they got split off at some point. That's a perfect example, and it's, it's so close, and it, it, that's why they're so great. Darwin's finches. Now, he may have eaten the finches or done something bad to the finches, and that I don't, I don't agree with. Shwing! The next is Darwin tulip. Is this a tulip that he, that he found, that he, he named? I don't know. Noun from 1889, a tall, late-flowering tulip with the flowers single and of one color. The flowers single? It's probably not a single flower. Oh, sorry, I was thinking leaves or petals. One color, single flower, and it's late flowering. So that, I wonder if that's late in the season? Is it like maybe closer to the fall? I don't do the flower thing, so somebody's gonna have to tell me. Next is dash. One word, verb from the 14th century, starting with transitive. One, to break by striking or knocking. You, but you're breaking it. So you don't want to break or strike the vase that's on the table, because then it will be dashed like my dreams. Two, to knock, hurl, or thrust violently. Three, Synonyms are splash and spatter. Splash and spatter. I, I think of paint being 
spattered or splashed on a canvas, but I wouldn't say that paint has been dashed. 4A, synonyms are ruin and destroy, as in, the news dashed his hopes for maybe his team he thought they were going to win, but they didn't, and he found out from the news because he wasn't watching the game. 4B, synonyms are depress and sadden. That's when your hopes have been dashed, you are now depressed and saddened. For C, to make ashamed. Hmm. To make ashamed a person? Five, to affect by mixing in something different, as in his delight was dashed with bitterness. His delight was dashed with bitterness. So in his delight, he also had a bit of bitterness. And so he just a little, little dash. It's like salt. He just dashed his delight with bitterness. The definition says to affect by mixing in something different. This is just very odd to me. Six, to complete, execute, or finish off hastily. And this is used with down or off. As in, dashed down a drink. It has been completed. The drink has been completed. The drink has been executed. And the drink was finished off hastily, very quickly. And chances are it was a, a an alcoholic drink. And it's not always the best idea to finish those off hastily. But sometimes, you know, you just gotta. Because you gotta leave. Also as in, dashed off a letter. Just wrote it very quickly. There's probably spelling errors. The handwriting is probably messy. If you used it, if you used your hand at all, you, maybe you just typed it. But there's probably going to be a lot of errors. You gotta, you gotta go back and reread everything. Just about everything I send off, I gotta reread at least once. I always find a mistake. Number seven is a euphemism, and we have the number four definition for the first form of the word "damn" as the synonym which we can read real quickly because it's uh, pretty close. Is it? Yes. Uh, fourth, to swear at or curse. You could also dash them, I guess. That's the euphemism. We now have, uh, I didn't realize, th those were all transitive. Now we have intransitive. One, to move with sudden speed. And number two, the synonym is smash. Smash dash. This is from Middle French, dachier, which means to impel forward. So if it's going forward, impel, quickly, thrustly, it's dashed. Pyong. Second form of dash is a noun from the 14th century. 1A is archaic, and the synonym is blow. Like, what kind of... Like a, well, it's archaic, so I have no clue what they're talking about. If you have to blow on your soup, are you dashing your soup? 1B1, a sudden burst or splash. 1B2, the sound produced by such a burst. A dash makes a dash. I am still confused by this. 2A, a stroke of a pen. 2B, a punctuation mark. And that is used especially to indicate a break in the thought or structure of a sentence. Oh, yes, it's showing the dash. So it is 
a thought, no, a punctuation mark. It shows the dash. I don't know which kind of dash it is. An M dash, an N dash. There's like at least three kinds. I don't know which is which, uh, but it looks fairly long. So it is, well, or it's the dash. Anyway, it's a punctuation mark, the dash, that is used to indicate a break in the thought or structure of a sentence. I feel like some people overuse these and some people don't use them enough. We have a lot of, a lot of toys that we can play with in grammar. And that's just one of them. Three, a small, usually distinctive addition, as in a dash of salt. It is it's very tiny, pretty tiny, but, it, but it's important. It's just enough. It's distinctive. You know the salt is in there because it's the right amount of salt. Also as in a dash of humor. And I believe... That is what this podcast have. This podcast has, especially the mistakes. It's a little bit of humor, but it is distinctive. Four, flashy display is a dash. Five, animation in style and action. So if you are doing something, the uh, the style or the action, if it's done in an animated way, you know, overly moving maybe, then you are dashing. Listen, this is just what the book says. 6A, a sudden onset, rush, or attempt. Probably in football or soccer. Make a dash for the ball. 6B, a short, fast race. Like the 50-yard dash. That's what we would do in school. I think I was okay at that. I think, you know, I think I was better than most people thought I would be, even myself. Wasn't the best, for sure. But uh, over the years, I was like, oh, after high school, we're not taking this test anymore. But I, I would really like to know what, what, my, what my time would be. Seven, a long click or buzz forming a letter or part of a letter. As in, uh, oh, as in Morse code. So in Morse code, you got the dots and the dashes. And the dash is the dash. So it's a long click or a buzz. And the letters are made up of variations on dots and dashes. Um, and uh, I started to learn. I started to use uh, one of those Morse code, learn learn the Morse code apps. And I was doing okay, but then I just got busy and I haven't done it for a long time. So I've lost all of it. Number eight is the number two definition for the word dashboard. You can just call it the dash. Put your feet up on the dash and don't get into an accident. Fwing! Next is dashboard. So we will get to read what that number two definition was. Dashboard. Maybe don't don't put a dartboard on the dashboard because I don't think anybody should be playing darts while they're driving or anywhere near a driver. No dart dashboards, please. Noun from 1842. One, a screen on the front of a usually horse-drawn vehicle to intercept water, mud, or snow. That's old. We don't have a whole lot of horse-drawn vehicles these days. Uh, it's our cars and our trucks and our motorcycles that have screens and need screens, especially because they're going so much faster than horse-drawn vehicles. And they intercept water, mud, or snow. <laughs> it's like it's like football players. Ooh, I got that. Water, mud, or snow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it home with me. Number two, 
A panel extending across the interior of a vehicle as an automobile, below the windshield, and usually containing instruments and controls. Okay, so yes, that is more specific because I'm thinking of the windshield in cars these days, but the windshield used to be called, it looks like, the dashboard. So yeah, I was a little confused, but it's, it's still funny. Uh, yeah, the dashboard, it's, it's with the wheel is there, your speed is there, your gas tank gauge is there, all those things, your RPMs, your mileage, uh, so a lot of the cars these days are telling you what your mileage is as you go, that's pretty fancy technology, uh, the radio, the, the CD player, the cassette player, the eight deck, eight track deck player, uh, and all the AC controls and the heat and the cold, and it's, they're all different. All the cars are different. So every new car you get into, you're like, I gotta, I gotta learn this new dashboard. Dashboards are starting to go away because we got those big old screens in these new cars. So it's it, the, the kids today are gonna know a whole different dashboard than what we're used to. Shing! The next word is dashed. Dashed. Dreams have been dashed. Hopefully not. Adjective from circa 1889. Made up of a series of dashes. So if a thing has a whole bunch of dashes, maybe it's a box. The box is made up of dashes. A dash and then a space and then a dash and then a space and repeat all the way around. It has, it's a dashed. It's, it's a dashed box. Shwing! The next word is dashin. D-A-S-H-E-E-N. This is the last word. Last word, last word, last word. Deshin. Or just dashin. Noun from circa 1899. The synonym is the word taro or taro. T-A-R-O. And I believe that is a root vegetable. I don't know if it's the same. You know, there could be another word called taro. But if it's the taro I'm thinking of, it's also called deshin. But the origin of this word is unknown. So that is very sad. The words that we had today were dart, dartboard, darter, Darwinian, Darwinism, Darwin's finches, Darwin tulip, dash, dash, dashboard, dashed, and deshin. Well, I believe that I should probably pick Darwinism as the word of the episode because uh, no matter what, no matter who thought of it and who made it popular, uh, what's what's in there makes a whole lot of sense and uh, was really, really helpful to science. If we didn't have that, nobody ever would have come up with it and we'd still be thinking that everything was created perfectly at one moment uh, 6,000 years ago and... No evolution has happened. That would be creationism. And it is all not factual. It's just, it's, I'm sorry. We are here for the facts of the truth. I said that before. Uh, yeah. They got museums that show, like, people, maybe even Jesus Christ riding a dinosaur with a saddle. It, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Maybe Jesus is riding dinosaurs now, but not then. The okay, Darwin, Darwinny, Darwinism is the word of the episode, and the song is gonna be 
Darwinism. Darwinism. It's a really great thing in science and evolution. Okay, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what what is is a a Star Star War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcast.